what we do here is go back, 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 back. This is to you, Stan, to you, Bob, Jason, all you guys that I was watching the game with. I want you to know that I appreciate you. I just want you to know that. Welcome to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Michael McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. Sunday night football was wild in more ways than one. More on that in a minute. But how was your night? It was fine. You know, I was, uh, I, I, you know, we did the, the, the preview pod and, and I, I told you how I felt. You know, I thought it would be a pretty close game. Um, but really, I was kind of fooling myself. You know, I, I, I thought I was being honest, but usually on the preview pods, I talk myself into it being closer than it actually is, you know, it happens that this year is, is a lot more close in general, you know, with the Raiders being six and four now, spoiler alert, they've lost the chiefs, but no, it, it was, it was fine. It was a game that was exciting. It was a game that the Raiders were, you know, very much in very much playing well. We just got Mahomes at the end and I'm not a very optimistic person that when it comes to the Raiders, but even, even then it wasn't even like that bad, you know, cause I, I just felt like it's, you know, we, we proved ourselves on a national stage. We started, we started getting some recognition, DC started getting some recognition and, and we're able to, you know, it seems like we have the blueprint to beat the chiefs. I could actually say they don't want to play us. Like yeah. they, they do not, they don't match well against us, you know, as far as um, our offense against their defense. And I think our offense has been able to keep up with their offense too, you know? And so you could just tell that, that, you know, that we're a team that, that they don't want to see, um, you know, if, if we get to January. So it's one of those things where it's like trying to be more positive, even though it's an L, even though it's an L at home and on national television. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a loss, but they played well. And I don't know, it would it, just the way it happened to you just knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, you're just like, when, when will this happen? And, and, it, and it did. And that's okay. But that's how I feel about it. You know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, it was, man, it was, one of those things were leading up to this week. You had a lot of like, like you said, Raiders getting some love, Derek Carr getting some love, but just about every news outlet out there said, this is the game where the chiefs go out and just absolutely route the Raiders. Right. And they're coming off Andy Reid off of a bye. the whole, you know, phantom narrative of they got something to play for now because we drove around their stadium a couple times after the win you know bulletin board material crap yeah you know and that this was like okay this is this is pegged for a chief's blowout that kind of like restates like yeah we are that we are the best team in the nfl Mm -hmm. and i think that narrative just solidified that like the raiders are good they have a really good team and we beat them the first time and played very well against them this time. And, you know, we're, we're getting looked at as one of those teams that, you know, is going to put up a fight against anyone in the AFC. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, to your point, we, you know, we were eight point dogs going into it and there was the whole COVID stuff and, and whatnot. And like I said, I talked myself into a closer game, um, but really I was going into it and saying, man, I don't think this is, 
you know, it's just the way it stacked up. It didn't feel right. It just felt like, you know, because we beat them and because we had all those issues um, with our defense being at home, um, you know, four starters and a couple other reserve rotational players, you know, I was just like, it just doesn't, it just seems like the game that we lose, you know, 35 to 17 or something like that. So, yeah. and um, oh, go ahead. oh, I was just going to say you, you, a Chiefs offense that had two weeks to prepare against a defense that didn't practice with each other all week, like, and we go out there and lose by four. Now, granted, they put up 35 points against the defense. Mm-hmm. It was essentially the offense carrying us through, like always, but we'll get into a little bit more. We're, we're pretty much doing our, our game preview right now, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. But well, before we deep dive too much into it, let's get into the mortal locks. Can I, can I say one other thing? Yes. So, I'm on Twitter now. And so that's electric, yeah, just, like, it it's like, just refreshing. It. I'm like, whoa, there's like a lot of things that are happening, you know? Yeah. So, and it was great because the fact that the Raiders were playing well, you know, so it's fun to do that. But then the Derek Carr gif, gif or the picture, the it's picture, it's just a picture right? of him staring. Yes. So yeah. it, right. But then everyone was like using it as something. And so I was pissed. Like I was pissed at the end of the game and I was just like, eh, like whatever, but I'm like, maybe this is time where I like, do my first tweet, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, Oh, how neat, how neat is that? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have my first tweet here. Um, are you, sorry, are you ready for it? Yes. Okay, cool. Have you seen it? No. Oh, I have two likes so far. Ooh, what up? Yeah. Two About likes. to be three. <laughs> yeah. One is Mahomes and one's Derek Hart. Oh, kidding. nice. So it was, so this is like verbal meme that I'm going to mm-hmm. do to you right now. So mm-hmm. my wife saying, man, it just feels really late at 6 p.m. for the 800th time since Daylight Savings. And then me, Derek Carface. What do you think? Nice. That's good. Was that a good good first tweet? Yeah, that's actually really good. I'm looking at it right now. Two likes. Yeah, so that's what, three, three likes. Did you just like it? Because I just liked it. Yes. So I don't know what the going rate is for likes, but I think I'm up there with, with the top trenders. You're not trending yet, but. I'm not, do I need four to trend? You might, I think you do. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to work on that. Anyways, yeah. I just wanted to share because, you know, we yeah. talked about, you know, but that might be my last one ever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, Go out on top. And it, because it was just like. God forbid hard. you get five likes. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, I don't. So then people are going to be like, man, you got to keep tweeting. You know, we need your content. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I, I might just be a one and done guy and just yeah. be like more of like a, a retweeter or just commenting with, you know, Pittsburgh 69, 420. 10 and 0 sealer guy that wants to talk about big ben <laughs> yeah well, i don't know i might just go that might just be my sole purpose on twitter just to battle that guy there you go. um anyways sorry mortal locks let's do this thing um so as we discussed he's back the guy is back <laughs> he, he had a tough week last week when he pushed yeah <laughs> so he's back in the wind column you had titans plus five and a half six and a half six and a half also i guess it doesn't matter but no it, it, it was I mean, six, it, it was six and a half when we recorded so that's what i'm going on i just always mess up because i see what the I line know. is on sunday and then I people know. like because if you listen to this back to back you're like hey dude you just talked about it you know like yeah. and i just mess it up every time just like i do with the weeks i'm like oh it's week 10 you're like yeah it's week 12 i'm like yeah. okay anyways so titans plus six and a half mm-hmm. on the road baltimore how'd you do uh, I won as you Congrats. as you mentioned. Uh, so that game, it was back and forth pretty much the whole time. They uh, ended up going into overtime. As soon as they went into overtime, anybody that follows the Raider Take podcast account on Twitter, I got a little cocky. 
I got a little cocky with it, but I, I was doing math in my head, which is never the greatest thing for me to do is math, but I was doing the math in my head and they went into overtime. Even if Baltimore scored a touchdown, the game would end. And at six and a half, that still puts me under the cover. So I tweeted out just like I texted you and B Bauer, uh, Poseidon emoji, lock emoji, eyeball emojis. Yeah. Which that, which that was a big flex by you. Yeah, I also yeah. I, I made sure that I googled that Poseidon was a Titan, and he was a son of some Titans. So that's I wanted oh. to be grammatically correct with my emoji tweeting. So, well, grammatically correct would be if you spelt it out, but you know I get what you're saying. It was on my keyboard, so <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Well, congratulations, dude! You're on fire. I'm, what are you ten and two now? How many weeks? Where are I, we at? I, I was just seven and two. You were seven and two. Well, seven two and one. Oh, that's right. Eight and two. You're eight, 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 two, two, and one. eight two and one. Yeah. Good stuff. Really proud of you. Um, but we did have two winners this weekend. So um, as we, you know, as we shared, got B Bowers submission in and him and my child are, they're locked in right now. They are locked in. They're one and oh. And so saints minus five at home against the Falcons Taysom Hill game. He's a quarterback now. Um, yeah. So in all of your ESPN fantasy leagues, he will be changing over from a tight end to a quarterback this week. So you cannot um, steal those points, but yeah, put him in the um, yeah, exactly. So it was, um, you know, it was close in, you know, going to the second half um, 10 to 10 to nine, I believe saints were up. So it was a little, it was a little close for comfort, but then, you know, as, as we talked about, it was just Taysom Hill who's just, you know, all time H back tight end long snapper, whatever he is. He played quarterback. They took it to the Falcons, which isn't saying much, but, that doesn't matter. All you got to do is cover baby. So mm-hmm. um, Saints cover B Bauer. He's on fire. My, my child, she is lockstep with Bauer currently. And who knows? We'll see how this week goes. We will um, do that again. Please send in your submissions. Um, we will give her the choice to pick the mortal lock um, and we will unveil it on our next episode. So the guy, you know, the team, my team want to know for the week, your team mm-hmm. keeps winning. Keep it up, buddy. <laughs> Once again, if like, just so you know, if you go, if you went out, mm-hmm. you have to like bet the playoffs or something like you, you yeah. have to, you yeah. got to do something, you know, or like, I, know. I don't know, let's just go to Tahoe and just put, you just like, yeah, you'll just like grab a, a slip and just like circle and be like, I don't know, this is probably, it. and then you'll just like hit it for like $10,000. So just think about it. Okay. Just think. About yeah. It. I, and I will say that I think it, it there is a difference between, you know, us getting the mortal locks in on a Thursday night when we record, when the, you know, spreads are just recently created, you know, maybe they're a little fluffed and then they get kind of like, you know, finalized and tightened up a little bit. Tightened yeah. up. <laughs> but you can bet on Thursdays and you can lock it in. That's so true. Yeah, that's just true. saying something to think about. But yeah. um, well, good week for mortal locks. Good job, team. As we, you know, as we head over to this big Sunday night showdown, you know, once again, Chiefs go into town, um, end up beating the Raiders 35-31. I think I had 31-27 Chiefs. You had Raiders 30? 30, 30, 30 to 26, I think, or 30-27. Something. Yeah, it was close. I mean, high scoring game, like we thought, um, you know, but Chiefs end up taking it at the very end. We got Mahomes. So I guess as far as, you know, the breakdown, um, you know, you had the Raiders defense against the Chiefs offense. So what do you know? How'd we do? Well, I will start this off by saying it would be disingenuous of me to 
coming to this podcast and not make it known that I might not have been in the best physical and mental state to properly watch this game and break it down as we normally do and just have it in my mind of like, hey, this is what I got to cover on the pod. Let me focus in more on that as I'm watching the game. Be disingenuous for me to sit here and say that I, I was in proper form, you know, and I'm doing that because this is to you, Stan, to you, Bob, Jason, all you guys that I was watching the game with. I want you to know that I appreciate you. I just want you to know that. And then anyways, getting into the game, uh, I thought that, you know, from the time frame that I was uh, invested into the game and that I, that I watched, which is, majority of it was the first half. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I thought that it was similar to last time where it was like the defense was, it seemed like they were kind of getting a little bit of pressure, forcing them to kind of flush out a little bit, kind of similar to, you know, how we played them the game before. And I think that went a long way in, in helping us kind of stick with them as the offense carried us as they normally do. Uh, we had Trayvon Mullen get a huge pick which is like a long time coming and that dude's that dude was due for something soon. And it sucks that his, how well he's playing this season hasn't necessarily showed up in the stats, his own stats, but it does, it has been reflecting in the opposing receiver stats that he has been essentially locking down and playing well against. So huge to get, have him uh, get interception. Finally, we spoke about it earlier off camera that you were going to maybe uh, do a little breakdown of the very last play that ultimately led to the Raiders going down by four and then and and ended up losing with Kelsey's touchdown in the end zone and kind of what happened there but yeah I don't know I, I felt I felt very similar of a game like last time where it was like all right this is going to be 30 plus point game where we're going to kind of have to win in a shootout but they're doing enough to kind of keep things at bay and keep it tight. Like we played last time. We just got the short end of the stick this time. So. Yeah. And they did, they did play well. I mean, they, they, they played, I don't know if I can say well, they, they played good enough. Um, the defense did throughout the game to, to, to stay in it and keep us in there. You know, I think that really the, the chiefs changed their game plan. So when, when they played us um, week five, we were playing, like we talked about, not they Raiders didn't blitz a ton, probably three or four blitzes the whole game kind of sat back in coverage and, and they didn't want to get beat deep. And so where we really caught the chiefs last game was they wanted to be aggressive and they wanted to take shots, even though we were kind of combating that with some shell coverage, with some zone um, always help over the top. And so because of that, I think they went in this game and said, we're going to take six, seven, eight yards and we're just going to roll, you know, we're just going to, we're just going to do this thing. So I, I felt like that, you know, going into the game and I'm like, man, if we, if we, not to say I want to be more aggressive, but I think if we could show different looks, you know, I don't, I don't want to get chopped up by seven, eight yards, you know, and that's what they did all game. So it's really ironic because the Raiders are more known as, you know, ground and pound long drives, 10 plus plays, seven plus minutes, you know, and then that was, it kind of flip-flops. So the Raiders were actually pretty dang explosive throughout and had shorter, quicker drives that ended up in touchdowns. And the chiefs chewed the clock up, you know? Um, so they, they kind of played our hand a little bit um, in that sense, but you know, I guess as far as, you know, breaking this last play down, which has been on every dang sports center highlight reel, you know, Mahomes is amazing because he is, you know, but um, really what it came down to is um, let me get you this 
the actual down and distance here. So um, I believe first and 10 um, on the 22 yard line, you know, at this point they had already used their last time out. And so because of that, you know, even though it's at the 22 yard line, it's like, we don't want to give up a, a big gash play, but even if they catch something in front of us, you know, it's going to be like, they're going to have to rush up to the ball. It's going to be another 20 seconds. They're going to spike it and we'll take our chances there. So the reason I say that is because really how it uncovered. Um, so what we're showing right now is, um, so we're running cover four, um, which basically we have two corners on the end um, who have their deep quarter. Um, and then we have Jeff Heath playing, we call it the right hash. Um, quarter and then Jonathan Abram on the left hash playing the quarter and and at the linebacker position you have Kwiatkowski who I'm just going to highlight him for this he's playing the robber and so the robber is basically um, he plays Mahomes so he plays his eyes he has his coverage and has his zone but he's really playing the quarterback but what happens is or actually my mistake well no no no, that is what happened yeah sorry about that so basically if once the play unfolds he basically checks out of it and Abram who plays over the top ends up playing the robber, right? So Abram then takes on the robber once the play unfolds, but really he plays the robber. And I keep saying the damn word. He plays that role playing center field. If there's nothing that's threatening him. Okay. So I'm going to correct myself. Abram was the robber to start. So as he's playing that, um, Kwiatkowski has underneath. So, Kwiatkowski is, is right in front of Travis Kelsey um, and Kelsey releases. And once he releases and gets behind him because Abram has that center field or really where the play is, he has more center field than, than anyone else. Cause Heath has the right quarter hash, which is actually more of the field because the ball's on the left hash, if that makes sense. So Abram is playing more so center field. And so once Kwiatkowski checks it off to him, because Kelsey is threatening his zone, then he becomes that Robert role. And that's where he spies Mahomes, our linebacker. And what happened was is a miscommunication where Abram played center field, but then he kept playing Mahomes. So we had two guys playing Mahomes. And as the play broke down, he drops back and gets flushed out, which happened all game. And he creates with his legs really well. He flushes out and kind of starts attacking the line of scrimmage as if he's going to run. And the reason I brought up the 40 second snow timeouts is we'll take that. We'll take the run, you know, we'll take him getting, you know, 10 to 12 yards, you know, make it first and goal and they got to spike it and we'll live to see another down. But what ends up happening is Abram plays Mahomes. And so he jumps a little bit up too far upfield because he's reading his eyes. And after Kwiatkowski checks off Kelsey, um, he gets right behind Abrams and Abrams doesn't even see it. And so when you watch the play, you're like, how is he so wide open? But really it was Abram's zone that he didn't check off his responsibility the way Kwiatkowski did. And so it was just a breakdown in communication, a breakdown in something where Abram got too aggressive as he usually does. Um, and really it resulted in the game winning touchdown. So it's unfortunate, you know, you don't want anything behind your head. Um, you know, at, at that point in the game, especially with um, no timeouts left, as I mentioned. So it was frustrating. Um, it was a big mental breakdown and it was, it was something that, we, you know, you can play well, not well, but you can play disciplined all game. You can do your best. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, those teams are going to take advantage of you and giving Mahomes anything, anything more than 10 seconds to go 80 yards. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with. And so we ended up giving him was like a buck 43 or something like that. Anyways, it, it was frustrating. You know, Abram had a breakdown in communication there. I thought Kwiatkowski did the right thing. Um, and really it was just a lapse in the defense and 
once again, Mahomes gets you and, and that's what the good teams do. And that's what the best player on the planet does. So that's what the breakdown of that was. Sorry, it's a little bit long winded, but that's wanted to kind of paint the picture of, of kind of how we were set up, which I guess another thing to note is we did have a stunt on the D line that kind of it put internal pressure on the play. It put internal pressure on Mahomes. But what ended up happening is it gave him such an avenue to break the pocket on the right side and just have all day. So he could be aggressive and attack or look one way and then just hit Kelsey on the back end. So it was frustrating, but that's kind of the breakdown on the defensive side. That, that was the play of the game, obviously. Um, but, you know, I'll touch on the, the Raiders offense against the um, Chiefs defense as I had. And, you know, really I thought, I thought they played well. I thought, you know, our first drive was dominant. It was quick. It was Jacobs, Jacobs. It was Waller on a big third down. It was Aguilar on a big play. And then Jacobs, Jacobs, touchdown, boom, just went down the field, marched on the field. Great. Chiefs go have a long drive. Um, they get in the end zone. We come back and answer again. And it just seemed like we, you know, the one thing I will say is DC has complete control of that offense. He goes up to the line and he makes the right checks. He gets us in the right plays. Um, he gets us in the right setups, um, formations, whatever you want to say. Right. So he has complete control of the offense and it's evident. And I think that's awesome. Um, I will say that because the chiefs had those long drives in between our drives, it kind of, I'm not going to say it made us flat a little bit, but it just kept our offense off the field, you know? So then when we get back into it, we're, we're in a shootout, but we haven't been on the dang field in 10 minutes and rest is good sometimes, but not for really a, an offense that's clicking on all cylinders, you know? Um, so I thought DC played really well. Um, Jacobs 17 for 55 and a touchdown, you know, half of that, more than half of that was on the first drive. If I have one qualm, I will, I will say it now. It's the Devontae Booker, I think he is good to give Jacobs a rest. I would disagree with it when the opposing offense has eight to 10 minute drives because Jacobs is ready to go. And there's a clear difference when he's running the ball than when Booker's running the ball. He's not a, a good, he's not as good of a threat on the, on the, in the past game, Booker. Um, and he's not obviously a better runner than Jacobs. So I think it's just, I like that he has been productive. I think he's, he's been huge for us in games, but for me, I feel like Gruden is just, he'll just say, this is Booker's series and he just runs them and that's fine. But it's also like, you're taking a little bit of juice and momentum off of Jacobs who he had a big first drive and a little bit in the second drive. And we really didn't see much of him until, you know, late third, early fourth quarter. So it's just, it's a little, a little frustrating because it's, and I know we're keeping him healthy. And, and I've talked both sides of this strategy. I've talked why it's a good thing and why it's not. And I'm not saying that he made the, the wrong call and this is kind of hindsight, but in my opinion, if, if the other team is really controlling the clock and, and driving the field and, and taking their time and end up scoring, I think you just got to, you still got to trot out the best guys. So if it's keeping Jacobs healthy, great. Um, but I just think there's sometimes where it's too much for me. And on the, you know, as far as the receivers go, Aguilar, um, he had a touchdown in the second drive, which DC drew him off sides, um, got a free play, threw him in, you know, tug left corner of the end zone. That was a big play. You know, Waller was obviously a problem. We had that uh, on the goal line, that boot kind of, we booted to the right. You had Waller who started as if he was going to the right corner and completely crossed all the way over as a big, you know, miscommunication on the Chiefs D and DC threw that ball where he threw it. And right when he threw it, you know, he started pointing because he knew it was a tug because no one was around him. So that was cool. But outside of that, I thought, I mean, I thought they, the offense played well and it was just too little too late when we got the ball back with 40 seconds and no timeouts. 
I don't know when we're going to have a game where the Raiders just don't burn all their timeouts in the third quarter, but um, here we go. You know, we're, we lost one for a challenge. We lost another because we didn't want to take a delay game. It's just, it's frustrating because the, the best teams don't do that. You know, the best teams will, they'll either take the delay game sometimes, or they'll take whatever, like, like Carr tries to get in the best play every time. And I think that's great, but it all has to be efficient and manageable. And sometimes I think we'll get up to a front that we don't like and he'll check out of it, check out of it. See, he'll see the clock. He's trying to get these guys relined up and we burn a timeout and it's not the end of the world, but, but when it comes down to it, the difference between 40 seconds with the ball and, you know, two timeouts or no timeouts is big because then you're, you know, you're complete, your game plan is throw, throw it up and hope you get a PI or whatever, you know? So anyways, I'd like to see the uh, advance stats on how many games in a row the Raiders burned a timeout in the first five minutes of the third quarter. It's insane. It's insane. And I feel like it's all, all of the games in the last yeah. 20 years. <laughs> well, it's, and I, I actually like, I'm not just saying this, like I freak out every game and like, my wife doesn't like watch the game really. She's like there present, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one thing she knows is she's like, burn another timeout. I'm like, I know <laughs> it's because I've been saying it for years. Not mm-hmm. even at years, the last couple of years. I'm like, it's so frustrating. yeah, it's just so frustrating. It's, it's that, or it's, you know, let's get everyone in line and Oh, Hey, check here, check here, check here. And then it's any oh, class hot. And I'm, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, go, you know, yeah. but yeah. And, and it's not always going to be like, you do have 40 seconds and it's not always smooth, but like, sometimes it's like, bro, let's go hike the you, damn ball. Just go, just go no, enough with the checks, you know, as after I complimented DC for having all the, the right checks and everything like that. But it, I, I just think that he's, he showed that he, you know, he's our guy. He showed that he's, he's the right person for this team, the right person for Gruden's system. You Absolutely. know, he's someone that I think we feared, playing the chiefs and, and feared playing kind of big time games, you know, and, and he's definitely rose to the occasion. And I, I will, you know, I'll go back from my statement earlier the year. I just said, we need to see more. We need mm-hmm. to see him like, let it loose a little bit. And I think he has, and a couple key plays that, you know, you knew would just bite us in the ass is when, um, you know, third quarter, we get a stop one of our, I don't know, two or three stops in the whole game. And, and so we have the ball back and we're up three. Um, and this is a chance to go down and score and be up two scores. Um, so it's third and four and the Raiders have done this a lot more this year and it has worked out at times and it's kind of 50, 50, but they take some big shots on third down and short. Mm-hmm. And once again, not trying to be hindsight guy here, but in my opinion, you're up three points. You have the opportunity to go up two scores on this team and the play, it, it was, it was his third read really is what happened is DC kind of went through it. Something quick, probably to Renfro, nothing. He went to another check. He, got outside the pocket and probably could have rushed for a first down. But as he's getting out there, he saw Aguilar and he took a shot and it was a damn good throw. Yeah, okay? And so if, if we would have completed it, it would have been like awesome. Right. Yeah. Geniuses, <laughs> you know, but um, you know, it was a, it was a tough catch. It was catchable for yeah. sure. I mean, it was in um, his hands, but he, he had to come back for it. But I mean, DC re- essentially put it where like only he was going to get it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, outside it was of a damn throwing throw. it outside of throwing it out in front of him when he was still running. <laughs> yeah. It was very similar to the, um, the chargers game where he hit Renfro on that, on that big play, which was on third down, you know? So mm-hmm. we had some plays where, where DC made the right call and made the right move. And, and, you know, the receivers didn't come through for it, but I just think when that happened, even though it was early third quarter, it was just one of those things where you're like, 
that might've been an opportunity. You know, that might've been an opportunity to actually like take control of this game. Cause then it might shift the chiefs, you know, game plan and mindset a little bit to where they are a little bit more aggressive and we might be able to capitalize. So who, who's to say, who knows? Um, we still had our shot. Um, I think, you know, when we got down, which was uh 28, 24, um, you know, we had the ball five minutes left and, and we had a dang good drive and we scored too soon. So, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think we've had worse problems Shitty. in, in this Raider, um, this Raider life of ours of, yeah. of being fans, but Not we scored too soon. <laughs> it was just the the one person, you know, probably outside of Aaron Rodgers that you would you don't want to have the ball. You know, mm-hmm. Mahomes is number one, but Rodgers definitely number two in that in that category. But it, it you know it is what it is. Offense, I mean, they're they're a threat. I think they they show that they can they can hurt you in different ways. We can hurt you with um, the run game, with the pass game, play action. It spreads you out. Um, we have different guys that make that can make plays with Aguilar, Waller, Renfro, Zay Jones um, was a sighting. We threw a fade to Brian Edwards on third and goal. Um, yeah. That was fun. We ended up kicking a field goal there. But no, I don't know. It's 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 hard to be so upset when I was like, man, I hope we just don't get smoked on on Sunday Night Football here. But you know, they played well um, once again. Like like we talked about, six and four, I'll take it. We have a pretty um, favorable schedule down the stretch. But now I'm scared because it's like these are games that we should win. I will well, say this, outside. This is literally of the last last year. This is last year. I know. This is gonna be big telling for and oh my gosh, dude! I was having like PTSD flashbacks almost that like we almost went are going into playing the Jets at six and four again like we did last year, except we got to play the Falcons first. So I was like, oh my god, are we having to play the Jets at six and four going into the easy part of our schedule mm-hmm. and then just get thwarted like we did last year i mean that's yeah yeah we struggled down the stretch last year with that terrible jets loss with the loss of the jaguars the last game at the coliseum um titans game uh anyways so offense all in all they played really well can't say enough about dc once again there was three drop well four drops actually he was 23 of 31 so four drops so half of his incompletions were were on the receivers there so Good game on offense is just the Chiefs are the best team in football. That's the the champs for a reason. Um, they happen to be in our division, so sucks playing them twice a year, but pretty dang proud to be done with them. Actually, I'm stoked to be done playing these guys for now. But also just to to the way we showed up against them, we actually have outscored them in the two games that we played um, collectively. I don't know. That's how I feel. That was a lot of ups and downs of of my explanation, but it was a lot of ups and downs of feelings too. So. Yeah, I actually saw a uh, image uh, talking about the comparison of DC and Mahomes in the two matchups that they played each other, and DC was uh, outplaying Mahomes in everything except overall yards, passing yards. So six no, and two th- touchdown interception ratio, four and two for Mahomes. His passer rating was better, overall completion percentage. That stuff you're used to DC being really good at. Yeah, I, but I do think if you just look at it, I mean, I think we have the recipe to beat these guys. Think, yeah, definitely. I think we know it's – I feel like we, you know, we've just never been talented enough. And I know that's silly to say, but we've never been talented enough to compete with the top dogs. Um, and now we are. Yeah. And now we can not only do that, but we can do it in a couple of different ways. There's a lot of good teams in the NFL that are one-sided. Yeah. Um, it's just, can you stop them? You know, I don't think that, you know, the Chiefs did it against the Bills earlier this year, but I don't know if the Chiefs could just – sit there when their pass game's not good and, and, and win a shootout, you know, um, I think they're a little bit more one-dimensional than we are. And so I like that. Um, I think it, it, it really bodes well for the playoffs, especially um, cause when you get into January and not saying we're going to the playoffs, we have a chance. Um, but if we do um, the, our style of play 
as you saw in the, you know, the Browns game, you know, we can definitely win in those tough weather, um, grinded out games. And really it helps our defense, you know? Yeah. Um, but all in all, man, we're six and four. I'll take it, you know, especially with the back end of our schedule here. So we're on to Atlanta. That's a trap game. Just so everyone knows, I'm going to say that probably 18 times on our preview pod, but this is a trap game. And the good thing is I get to talk about our defense and why it's a trap game because it's our defense and the Falcons are explosive, even though <laughs> they scored, what was it? Nine points. No, not nine points. Was it nine points? Yeah. Nine points against the saints. Yeah. Um, but we'll see, man. All in all, you know, it's, it's, you don't, there's no such thing as moral, moral losses, right? Is that what it's called? A moral loss. Yeah. It's moral loss. There's moral victories. No. But yeah. Moral, moral victory. victories. Moral yeah. victories. Yeah. We suck. Yeah. I don't know which one it is, man, but we're one of those, you know, I don't know, but we lost. That's, that's going to be tough to sleep tonight. But I, I'm just saying it's one of those things where you can feel okay about, you know, you can feel okay Definitely. and they're the best in the world. We actually play pretty well and, you know, we're, we're still in position to, to make, to make a run here, but, um, well, that's it. That's it for that. Mike, I think you have a couple of things you want to talk to the people about a couple of announcements, um, and then take us home. Yeah. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, I just wanted to make an overall announcement that we're going to try to mix things up a little bit, give you guys, bring you guys some, a little bit new content to our preview pod. We are hoping to each week bring someone in or interview someone that, we can go back and forth with and have a conversation about the team the Raiders are going to be playing on top of us breaking down the offense and the defensive side of things like we always do. But just want to try to mix it up a little bit. Uh, we are potentially have something locked down for the Colts game and potentially the Jets game. We're trying to do what we can to kind of get things set up and ready to go for the rest of them. But just wanted to make that announcement that we're working on some some bigger and better content side of things for y'all and, and hoping that it uh pans out and hoping it goes well yeah i think it'll, i think it'll be good to to add to the content and add to really you know the the overall game that, that we're trying to talk about and then bring someone in that not so much favors the other team but that actually knows the team well can talk about matchups um and we can just maybe just debate them the whole time yeah. say no you're wrong here's why but no i think it'll be good for everyone just to get a fresh perspective, especially a, a podcast that is just solely centered around the Raiders um, and give it, you know, just a fresh, fresh idea and fresh opinion on, on the NFL as it is. And, and as it relates to the game. So I think it'll be exciting. I think everyone will definitely like it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and as always share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, wherever you see the podcast at uh, rate, subscribe, review, give us some five stars on Apple and really just keep supporting us. We appreciate all the support and, you know, hope we can, start doing some bigger and better things to reward our very loyal RTP squad fan base. So that's right. And, and like my tweet, you know, yeah. I'm trying to twin. Yeah. Twin. Let's get it. Let's get Andy. Twin. 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 Trying to trend yeah. on Twitter. Hey, Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, big stuff. Good breakdown, man. Trap game coming up against the Falcons preview pod getting out to y'all Friday. Friday. We're doing a little Thanksgiving pod action. Yeah, we got. We might have to do a little, uh, little Turkey Day recording. A little Turkey Day, nice. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get an in person. We'll get a, a an in person podcast this time instead of perfect. instead of over Look, Zoom. So. Looking forward to it. Alrighty, Raider Nation, cool. stand up. Love you guys, Micah. Till next time. Later.